Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Interesting People Podcast. Today, I'm joined by... My name is Julian Lazarus. I am the Director of Education and Technical Supervisor at New Spire Arts here in Frederick, Maryland. Thank you so much for your time, Julian. Today, I want to talk to you about your background in teaching, how you ended up at New Spire, and all the wonderful classes we got coming up. You excited? I am so excited. Let's do this. What would you call New Spire in that way? How would you define... We are a nexus, a connecting hub. Mm. for the arts in Frederick County. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to provide services to the community as far as education and rental spaces that aren't currently or haven't been in the past, as well as connect with as many different entities and groups around the county as we can, including arts organizations, you know, but we also work with like community service organizations such as the YMCA and Boys and Girls Club and Hartley House and SHIP and COIP and several other organizations like that. Just trying to get the community in front of artists and engaging in art as much as we can. So that's the thing I'm curious in. So right now you're like the captain of a nexus, so to speak. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> and we're trying very hard not to step on anyone's toes while we're doing it. We're not in the business of competing with organizations that already exist. You know, we do a lot of partnering. Even the classes that we offer, we try not to ever duplicate what somebody else is doing. And then if we do want to do something, a lot of the times we hire or we partner with the people that are already doing it. So then together we can be stronger, we can provide a higher quality than being alone. So if we have a giant, beautiful room and we want to do salsa, I'm not just going to go and start a salsa program. I went and got Frederick Salsa and brought them in. Yeah. And so it helps everyone. Just think of like looking ahead. Do you do supplementary kind of things where, you know, like the schools are going to do a lot of Shakespeare next year. So do you, can you do like preparatory Shakespeare classes or courses? So you guys think, but is that something you'd look sure. in the future? Sure. I mean, or? I'm talking with uh, FCPS about it. Several different partnerships for the near and the long term. You said Shakespeare. We have two Shakespeare classes going on right now. Yeah. Like, I teach Shakespeare the death scenes. With That's the what I wanted school. to ask about. <laughs> yeah, which is, we've been having a lot of fun. That's been a lot of like blood and gore and sword fighting. And before Halloween, we did a whole like special effects makeup night and that kind of thing. But we also brought back Riotous Youth, who mm. is a teen Shakespeare company. And they existed before New Spire existed. And they were homeless for a while. And I reached out to Bess Kay, who is fantastic, and said, hey, I have a home for you. And so now they are running running their programs on Saturdays. They're getting ready to do Romeo and Juliet very soon. And then we'll have a whole nother semester of it starting, I think, mid-March is, mid the, March. Next, is the next season for it. You have a public school background, right? Yes. I was a public high school and drama and dance teacher for 17 years. Oh, drama and dance. Yeah. I taught dance for 10 years. Did you go to school for drama and then you ended up teaching it or how did, yeah. how, how did you end up there? So I have my both my undergrad and my grad degrees in theater education and then going to a performing arts college, I did help out with the dance quite a bit. And so when I ended up taking my job at Linganore, it was half drama, half dance. And so I went out and I took ballet and jazz mm. and tap and updated my skills and my abilities. And, <laughs> and the first couple semesters, I kind of relied on the studio kids quite a bit to help out. Yeah. But we managed it and we ended up putting together some really great dances and some really great classes. And some of those kids are professional dancers now. I don't think I have much to do with that personally, <laughs> but uh, I'm really proud of them. Um, and actually, we even have 
a few former students who are working with New Spires as dance teachers. So the brand new Lucid Beings Dance Company with mm-hmm. Frankie Trout Graham. She's a Linganore grad. And oh, fantastic. Her and her partner, Gianna, they created Lucid Beings Dance and we're offering classes with them. So we have a bunch of really great kids who I've had the honor to work with over the years. And, you know, I have kids who are now teaching and I have kids that are acting and singing and dancing and, you know, professionally and doing film. And I have a couple drama therapists mixed in there, you know, and it's really nice. Actually, on Sunday, I just officiated a wedding for two of my former students. Oh, that's fantastic. Who met during the Miracle Worker backstage. That was great. I love that. So yeah, I guess if you have a 17-year background in the area of teaching dance and theater, are you Mm -hmm. seeing a lot of talent that was cultivated here stay in town, or how many people are going off? I think a lot of the kids, they go out because they want to stretch their wings and they want to explore, and sometimes they find places that really click for them and really make sense and and they have opportunities. I have a lot of former students who are in the D.C. area, in the Baltimore area. Some went out to Chicago, some are in L.A., some are in New York. I think that Frederick is a really beautiful and wonderful place to live. And there is a percentage that have come back. Hmm. And, you know, they do stuff with the Met and the Weinberg and FTP and places like that. Part of Newspire is giving them even more opportunity to stay as well as professional level training for those who are interested in it. We're building up that whole track of classes as well. What did you enjoy most about teaching drama and dance? I've always been a theater person. I was King George in the third grade play and that (laughs) started it. And then I always loved the family and the communal aspect of theater. I love the storytelling of it. I love the actual, the science behind it. I have always liked that interplay between art and science and mm. where those overlap. That's always been really interesting to me. So I actually have a really strong tech background and directing background oh, as well. Okay. Once I started teaching it, you know, I was very passionate about what we were doing, but I really fell in love with the kids and helping nurture that passion in them to learn and discover their own voice really has started to reflect in my work at Newspire as well because we're offering classes that specifically reach into that finding your own voice, Mm -hmm. learning how to communicate. It was always so much fun to work with the kids and see them grow and see them change over four years and really mature, both as people, but also as artists. And some of them, the spark was already there. I didn't really plant that spark. It was there. I just kind of blew on it to make the flames (laughs) kind of pop up. You know, I was just happy to teach them all the things I wish someone had taught me when I was their age. And I got lots of rewards. I was honored to kind of still be part of their lives. You know, I I mean, they say you go into teaching to either replicate a really wonderful experience you had or to fix a horrible experience that you had as as a Mm. student. And I had a drama teacher who I absolutely loved in high school. And I didn't realize until I got to New York and college that I hadn't learned how to actually work in the theater. And so when I became a teacher, I wanted my students to learn how theater really worked, the skills behind Mm -hmm. it. I didn't want to just shine them to be on stage. I wanted them to be thinking artists on their own and have the skills and the ability to tell a story and create a character and build a flat and hang the lights. And so that's how I designed the curriculum for my classes uh, with the idea of what are all the things I wish someone had taught me Mm. before I went to my first day of undergrad in New York City. (laughs) 
with kids that end up because not everyone ends up on the stage. Some people end up making the stage or handling the lighting. Oh, absolutely. Up the costume is was that part of drama? Is that part of where you kind of doing with Newspire as well as they're like creating stage classes like tech bound that kind of oh, stuff? Oh, absolutely. We are trying very hard to create some workforce development type programs as well as professional level or pre professional level education classes for all aspects of the stage and performing. So we have a lighting design class. We're teaming up with Parlights to offer all kinds of lighting and tech type classes. Once our theater is up and running, we are going to launch a workforce development program to teach students the ins and outs of techs and load-in and lighting design and soundboard with the idea that not only will they be able to work in the community, but they'll be able to go down the road to D.C. or go to Baltimore where there's 80-some theater companies between the two and be able to work in the industry and make really decent money. So that's a hope that's coming yeah. down the line. And, <laughs> and you know, I've, I've had a lot of former students who ended up going and doing tech or at least did what I did was do tech to help pay for school. So yeah. tech is very important and it's, it's good money and it's, it's a lot of fun if you're doing it right. Hmm. Did Newspire approach you? Did you approach Newspire? How did you get onto the Nexus? It's actually a 10-year story. It turned out, I didn't know Marvin Osherman, who is our funder, before, but it turned out he and I had kind of been going down the same parallel path for many years I had studied abroad during my graduate studies at NYU, and I was in Ireland for a while, and I we went and we studied a building and organization called the ARC in Dublin, and that is a cultural arts center for kids, specifically okay. designed 100% from the blueprints up in this old bank right in the heart of Temple Bar in Dublin. And I fell in love with this building. I fell in love with this organization. And when I got back to the States, I immediately started trying to figure out how to recreate something like that here. I have emails from like 2006 of working within FCPS and saying, hey, let's create something like this. And I pushed for it for years and years and years on the FCPS side yeah. saying, let's create this arts integration type programming. Let's create this building that's specifically for the arts and that can be a resource for the entire community. And they were always very positive with it, you know, but it's it's hard to find all the funding. You know, yeah. that's, that's a big project. That's a big ask. And as it turned out, Marvin, who's a really great guy and he's very, very generous, had a similar idea that he wanted to create an arts center in Frederick. And not only that, it was actually the same two buildings. We were both talking about oh. <laughs> the same two exact buildings that we now have at different times because I would go and I would talk to the Cultural Arts Center and I would talk to different people about how we could create partnerships with the school system. And then what happened was in June, July 2016, yeah. I saw a job offering Oh, <laughs> it was to create an art center here in Frederick. And I knew exactly what it was. And I applied with a very detailed cover letter because it's something I had been thinking about for 10 years. And at that point, I was on the phone with recruiters and within two days after I submitted my resume and my CV and, and everything. And at that point, Marvin and I crossed paths and it's been it's been really great. Wow. I had no idea that that's the, the route that took. The idea was always to create something that brought even more students and more people to the arts and got them in front of artists. As a teacher, you know, as a high school drama teacher, I saw probably 100, 150 kids a day. Mm -hmm. And that was really fantastic. But I want to be able to reach a wider audience. Yeah. I want to be able to bring arts to my entire community. 
I married into Frederick, but I love Frederick. Oh, yeah. And I'm bringing up my kids in Frederick. I'm raising them here, and I want them to have all the opportunities they can have, but I also want that for everybody else's kids, too. So, And not only that, just because you're a grown-up doesn't mean that you're not interested in the arts. Yeah. <laughs> and Walt Disney said, grown-ups are just kids that have gotten big, you yeah. know? And so <laughs> so everybody like, loves the art in one way or another. And with New Spire, I have the opportunity to bring the arts to the entire community, which is something I'm really passionate about. And it's reflected in how we approach partnerships and it's reflected in our mission and even the classes that we're offering. So that transition from becoming a teacher into becoming the director of education for Newspire, the hardest thing for me is I don't see those kids on a daily basis anymore. Oh, okay. Like I don't have those relationships that I used to have where I was with those kids for four years, but it was probably longer because I had their older siblings and they have been around for seven years and so on and so forth. And I've had all the kids that have, in an entire family go through oh, my program. Yeah. And, and that's harder because I miss them. Yeah. You know, as much as you, you try to be professional, you know, you, you create relationships with the kids and the families. And, and I miss that. But the idea of having a wider reach and the idea of doing really great things for people, I wake up every day. That's what I get to do. Yeah. It's excellent. But, you know, I have like the greatest job ever. Do you like having that spot where you are in downtown Frederick? We have a gorgeous building. We have two buildings. So that's our spaces building, which is primarily focused for our education programs. That's the old Board of Ed building right over on East Church Street, 115. East Church. And we've done a partial renovation on the first floor. Mm -hmm. We took out about 12 walls <laughs> and on the first floor, we finished the wood floors. So the, those gorgeous maple floors are the original 117-year-old floors now. I oh, mean, that's amazing. Yeah, they're they're beautiful. They're, I, they had carpet on them, which is just a shame. With Artomatic, there were 27 colors of, on the first floor alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it took about 40 gallons of paint to just make it white and neutral. So we're actually still decorating. And we've had an intern paint a mural on one of the walls. And as we go, we'll keep painting and coloring and, mm -hmm. and working. And hopefully more artists are going to want to do more murals because I think it's gorgeous to walk into a building that has hand-painted yeah. murals and Frescoes Murals are exciting. Yeah, right? <laughs> Actually, speaking of uh, painted stuff, your bench out front, whose idea was that? I love, because you guys have a, a three-color logo. Uh -huh. You have a bench that has those three <laughs> colors like right out in front. I love that to death. Some of the interns and I, we rebuilt that bench because it was kind of dry-rotted. And then one of our interns who's a visual arts focus over at the Arts Academy at TJ, he painted our mural, but he also painted it in our colors. So, oh. yeah, that's fun. I, oh, li that's I like that awesome. bench, too. It makes me happy. That's something for, keep your eyes out when you're walking around downtown Frederick. Look for the new Spire bench. Also, and it's not open yet, I think it opens next spring. You guys are opening a stage. Yes, our theater building is right at the corner of Patrick and Market. It's the old McCrory's building for old school Frederick people. <laughs> it was the Culture Arts Center. We are starting renovations on that in January with the hope of being done around June, July, depending on how construction goes. And we are building a gorgeous black box studio theater with flexible seating. It's going to be sound treated. So live bands, live music, performances are going to sound amazing in there. Flexible seating so we can do a 
a whole array of different mm-hmm. performances. It's going to be open to the public for uh, rentals and and presentations. We're going to bring all kinds of really great bands and shows and groups. One of the big focuses was to have it available as a rental space for local performance organizations all over. So it gives another venue to the theater district in downtown. Yeah. It's really exciting. I mean, you, we got to kind of use it as a blank slate and we worked with the architects and we had our own ideas and they yeah. came up with ideas and it's really going to shape up to be a gorgeous space. I mean, it, it's so flexible that it can even be used as a soundstage for filming. It's going to be a really exciting thing. We even have an amphitheater in the lobby for like movies and kids performances and, you know, more informal kind of education spaces because we we have the two buildings, but we can do either or at each building. So we can have performances at either building once we're up and done and all the renovations are finished. But I think that it's going to be a really great thing for the entire community that once it's up and done, I'm excited about it. I want to get in there with a sledgehammer and (laughs) And and just start. No, more options and outlets for creativity, for entertainment in this town is all the better. What's your dream thing to be on the stage there? I've always wanted to create a youth theater festival play like a playwriting festival is is something that's always been really interesting to me and if you look at a lot of the stuff that's available that's purpose written for middle school high school there's some really good stuff out there and there's some really good stuff that could be better and i would love to really have an entire experience where not only kids but adults can also start writing scripts specifically for that genre and we just have a massive festival and I would love to see that very similar to the Connections program that Mm -hmm. you find in Europe I think that's a really great model I love that and actually, speaking of things that I view as overwhelmingly positive, I remember when we were promoting your fall semester, you had, and here's two classes I can't not ask about, you had a theatrical class that was all Spanish, and you had a puppet class. What about those two classes? The Spanish one, I couldn't run because uh, oh, okay. I didn't get enough people to sign up. I would love to run. I actually went and just spoke with the foreign language teachers of Frederick County Public Schools, and they were very, very kind to let me come into their mm-hmm. meeting. And so we started a couple conversations. So we're hoping that we can bring that back. Along those same lines, we're going to be talking about creating some programming with ASL, CODA, for for the deaf community of Frederick as well. And then the puppet classes are actually going really strong. Yeah. Yeah. So so our puppeteer is actually a former student named Chris Heady, and he is the lead puppeteer for Hershey, the entire Hershey Corporation. He's amazing. Really? Yes. He, I guiltily feel that I introduced him into this world of puppetry when he was in high school, (laughs) but he is brilliant and he's amazing. And he comes down from Hershey once a week to come and teach puppetry. And so right now he's teaching a two middle school puppetry classes, Mm. One is puppetry for social change, and the other one is puppetry for film animation. And he's going to keep working with us, and I'm happy to have him as long as he wants to keep driving down from Hershey. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? Also thinking of you guys had a clowning class that I think you said ended up being very – I know because I've interviewed the president of clowns. Uh, Homeschool kids are mostly drawn to that. (laughs) Well, I think everyone's drawn to it, but that's a a fun class for the homeschool community. Actually, on Thursday, he's back in the building from 10 to to 12, and then he's coming back again January 4th from 5.30 to 7.30 for another class. That's Mark Lohr. He's he's excellent. He's he's a really fun guy, and he was in last week. 
kids were juggling and playing with the Diablos and he has like a whole like tightrope walking rig that he brings in. I mean, he's <laughs> he's a really fun okay, guy. Okay, that sounds incredible. So, yeah. yeah. And that's that's another thing where we're talking about outlets and expression. If, mm-hmm. if kids are having trouble bursting out of their shells, so to speak, maybe the clowning <laughs> thing could be a good opportunity for Absolutely. That. Well, I mean, the arts teaches more than just the arts. There's the 21st century skills, which is learning to work in dynamic groups and problem solving and creative problem solving and creating grit. You know, that's a big mm-hmm. buzzword lately is creating grit. The arts teach all of those things, yeah. you know, so it's not just about having confidence to be able to stand up and speak and talk in front of people and present yourself or, you know, everyone has to go to an interview at some point in yeah. their life. So maybe that public speaking voice and speech drama class is not a bad idea, but ultimately it's about problem solving and it's yeah. about looking at the same thing in a different way. And that's a lot of what the arts teaches. It's different ways of world making and word making and making sense of your surroundings and the arts are really good at teaching that. And so there's lots of benefit to a solid arts education. So that's one of the things about Newspire, where we're coming from with Newspire. Frederick has all of these amazing artists and they're all over the place. Unfortunately, what happens though is a lot of them are all working in their own silos. Mm. And God forbid something happens to the one person who's running that one organization, well, then it goes away. Yeah. Or... A lot of these artists are all working to try and get a part of the same resources. So when we were looking at the strategic plan of what Newspire Arts is and could be, we really wanted to connect all of those people and create a hub for the arts community that allows them to share these resources and to collaborate and work together with the idea that we're building this arts ecosystem that just brings everybody up. Mm. So, you know, there's been a few organizations here and there that don't really get it. They kind of see us as more competition, but it's not our gig. It's it's not really not what we're trying to be. We're really trying very hard to just act more as a hub. Like, for example, we're bringing in this really phenomenal back-end software system. We're going to be able to sell tickets for lots of different organizations for the whole community. So you could actually come to our website and it would be almost like a clearinghouse for all the arts in Frederick, you know, where we would be promoting everybody. And because of the extensive power of this ticketing software and this calendar type software, it makes it really easy to get the word out for everyone's stuff. And that's one less expense that an organization has to have. Mm -hmm. And so it's just another reason to partner with us and allow us to just tell everybody, even in our building, we have a community board right now where people can come in and see whoever wants to put up their posters. I think there's probably like 20 or 25 posters up on that board right now. I like that. And another fun thing too is like we've talked a lot about arts, we've talked a lot about drama, creative, but you guys are also doing a lot of technical stuff. You've had a podcasting course, you have a film course, you have all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So people can also go, I guess you'd call it multimedia, but people can kind of get a multimedia background at Newspire as well. Yeah, oh absolutely. We did. We did an intro to filmmaking over the camp over the summer. We'll probably do that again. I think we're actually going to do a a music video camp over the summer where we're mixing the dancing and the tech and, and that. But everyone has basically a production studio in their pocket with their smartphones and so the idea of teaching people how to use that better and harness that power 
is really interesting. So even for the little ones, we have a film by phone class. Oh, okay. um, And that's coming up where they can take their iPod touch or their smartphone or whatever it is they have and use the software or use a couple apps and really create some very professional looking stuff. And that's kind of on the beginning end. The same yeah. thing with like YouTube 101 class that we do and a podcasting class. You know, we're working with Castwave Studios to mm. actually create a very professional podcasting studio and green screen studio. So people Ooh. come in and learn how to do all of those things. And that's probably going to tie in as well with like our sketch comedy and stand up comedy classes that are coming oh, up. There are sketch. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We've teased. Um, tease, tease, future, tease. future. You guys, your winter semester. Did it just start or is it starting soon? The winter classes mm-hmm. were actually just went out yesterday. Oh, um, really? And so the, the new schedule is all up. All the classes are on new classes. are on and, the and to be clear for people listening, this was recorded on November 8th. So November 7th, uh, 2017 is when those went up. Yes, absolutely. And we work really hard to offer a little bit for everybody. And mm-hmm. we also take a lot of time to consider families. And so we'll pair classes, you know, so if little ones are down the hall and in the storybook theater class, mom or dad could take an adult ballet class at the same time. Or you can hang out in our very nice lounge and have coffee and, and hop on our Wi-Fi and sit and read a book <laughs> for an hour. You know, it's, it's your choice. But we do spend some time thinking about if you're going to be there with your child, what are you doing during that hour? Mm. So there is the opportunity to do those kinds of things. We've also looked at the holiday season, you know, and, and thought about it. the holiday season is very joyous, but can also bring a lot of stress. So mm-hmm. we have like some dance flow yoga and we have, oh, um, cool. you know, but we also have a really great class. It's social dance survival skills, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Oh, man. You go into a, a company party, you're going to a wedding, you're going to prom, yeah. and you actually need to know how to dance, you know, or at least at least have a couple moves up your sleeve. Not be the one guy or gal there that's like, I'm going to shake my shoulders. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or you do like the shuffle, like you go yeah. like the shuffle I'm and a, the clap. I'm a clap. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a clap. Of, I'm a life of the party. Oh, that's, that's right. great. We've got the Katoktones. They're coming in doing a whole barbershop workshop. Oh, the idea, and that's not just for guys, you know, sweet Adelines, so the female side of it. And what I'd really love to do is kind of create a whole acapella series, yeah. you know, for voice. And so we're, we're working on that. I've got magic coming up. I've got an intro to slam poetry. Oh, really? Uh, class. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really, we're working with the library to try and create a Brave New Voices program. Oh, cool. And so that's kind of a teaser into what's more to come. We have a lot of the stuff that people really seem to enjoy. We're doing it again. We have an adult ballet. We have salsa. We're doing a really fun class for teens. It's called Fiction to Fashion where it's costume design, but it's all made out of recycled books and CDs. Oh my goodness. So that's going to be a really fun one. Restorative yoga for during the day. And no, that's that's a good thing. I broke my arm a few years back uh, in the Tour de Frederick and yoga was one of the things that helped me transition back into working out. It's a wonderful, if that's what you oh, mean yeah. by restorative. <laughs> Restore, absolutely. It's it's slower. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's calming. Dance flow yoga is a little bit faster. You know, yeah. we're, we're offering that. The kids theater classes, the storybook theater that's where the little ones so it's that's that's an elementary program where mm-hmm. they look at stories and they recreate them on stage you know their favorite book characters we're doing that with interact story theater and they're teaching artists and man they are they're fantastic. Oh, They're really awesome. great. And we have a whole middle school after school program on Thursdays. We have a couple of professional 
makeup classes as well. Ooh. Yeah, so... Quick quick question about the professional makeup yeah. classes. Uh, so I actually interviewed a previous episode of this podcast with Roger Riggle. Uh, you had a stage makeup guy who taught your uh, beginner's mm-hmm. class. Is he making a comeback? That's Roger. He's, oh. com- he's coming back. Roger's great. He does all the makeup for like Field of Screams mm-hmm. and then he like travels the world doing shows. If people and- want to find out more about Roger Riggle, please listen to the, that episode of this podcast. Trust me, that guy is... I didn't know what I was getting when I booked him. He's amazing. <laughs> isn't he? He's really incredible. And he helped a little girl make me look like an old man in just a half hour. So <laughs> That's right. Give those pictures. Yeah, no, he's going to be doing like a stage makeup class in January. And then I got him coming back to do a dance makeup class in oh, March. So okay. like, you know, when all the kids are getting ready for all their studio dances. So we're doing that. And then I believe it's April, right before wedding season, he's going to be coming in and doing wedding makeup. Oh. And so he's going to be teaching like airbrush techniques and and all of that kind of thing to get ready for the wedding season. So there we go to help everybody out. But yeah, Roger is for those of you who who don't know, Roger Riggle is an amazing guy. He's a guy to meet. I'll tell you what, you got to meet Roger Riggle. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a bunch of homeschool classes that we're bringing in. And then I'm actually teaching kid stage combat again so <laughs> so it's good it's it's stage fighting for pacifist parents it's, yeah they're not gonna get hurt because it's all choreographed learn how to fake bull hair that's right <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll mix that with the special effects makeup so then, oh, it, there so we then go. it'll look like you're hurting them and look like it's bleeding look at this fake not. black eye that's right exactly <laughs> people can find out about all these courses on your website on Facebook yeah we have a beautiful website newspirearts.com and all the classes are up and ready to be registered for and super easy click on it and takes you right through the process and any questions you know my email's on the on yeah. this website <laughs> if you have any questions let me know I'm, I'm exactly. here to help and you can easily tell which ones are the adult classes which one are the kids classes yes they're separated and then we also have family classes there's a couple classes that are open for the whole family so you can come in and take a class I mean the next one we have a partnering a dance partnering class oh, that's all cool. ages and you can come and kind of do that with lucid beings dance who we talked about yeah. before and you know right now we have a percussion dance class in the evening with Kwame and oh from stomp yeah oh man yeah and, and so the whole family can come in and it's a little bit a little bit of step dance a little bit of percussion a little bit of choreography it's a lot of fun that one's a fun class that sounds exciting which of your classes would you take if you could take one of these classes oh you know i um <laughs> I have been very fortunate to have an ability in a lot of performing arts, but I have never been a good singer. So I think I'm going to be hopping into that barbershop class because I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm going to try. Let's get some straw hats, some red vests. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be something that I would really like to give a chair. Or or my magic class. My magic classes are really sensational. So maybe some sleight of hand. I want to be that like old guy that is like, hey, Hey, not only can I pull a quarter out of your ear, but I can like poof, you know, do something really yeah, cool. Yeah, check I don't out even, this dove. Exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't even know what the really cool thing is, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take the class and I'm going to learn how to do it. So. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Julian. Just final plugs. Where can people find out more about New Spire Arts? So www.newspirearts.com. There's an S at the end. 
www.thepeoplearts.com. You can check us out there or swing by our education building at 115 East Church Street and all kinds of information is right there on the window. Oh, or fantastic. knock or hit the buzzer and I'll let you in. Oh, fantastic. And also uh, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram all over it. There we go. Well, that's you fantastic. Thank you so much. Hey, Pat. Thanks.